Can the Miami Hurricanes finally break their Heisman Trophy drought? Here's why Tyler Van Dyke could be the one. You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host of Locked on Canes, and I am bullish on Tyler Van Dyke. I'm also a University of Miami alum. Maybe I'm a little bit biased. We'll find out because I do want to have a serious chat about this. I'm also a longtime uh, post-game and pre-game host on the Miami Hurricanes radio network. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen each and every day. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube as well. Guys, the YouTube channel has been up for less than a week, and we're already growing so fast. I cannot thank you guys enough, so make sure if you haven't subscribed already on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, turn notifications on, and tell your friends who may be Miami Hurricanes enthusiasts to subscribe. So let's talk a little Heisman Trophy, guys, because there are futures odds out there. There are a lot of breakdowns out there. The Miami Hurricanes have had two Heisman Trophy winners in program history. Vinny Testaverde took the award in 1986. Gino Toretta, our good friend, won the Heisman in 1992. So that means it has been 30, about 30, man, long years since the Miami Hurricanes had a Heisman Trophy winner. For perspective, during those 30 years, we've had to watch some players on rival teams in the state of Florida hoist that Heisman Trophy. Since Miami has had a winner, our rivals, Florida State and Florida, have had multiple Heisman Trophy winners for Florida State. Charlie Ward did it the year after Toretta in 1993. Chris Wenke, who was like 27 years old, had done military service. He won the Heisman in 2000. And Jameis Winston won the Heisman Trophy back in 2013 for the Florida Gators. It was Danny Warfel in 1996, Tim Tebow in 2007 and Miami hasn't even had a Heisman finalist they haven't had anyone at the ceremony since both Ken Dorsey and Willis McGahee were invited back in 2002 so is this the year that the Miami Hurricanes will break what is now a 30-year Heisman Trophy drought our guy Tyler Van Dyke is getting plenty of preseason hype and he's getting some preseason love for the Heisman and why the heck not? Why not TVD? As a freshman starter, Tyler Van Dyke, uh, and you know he didn't play right away. De'Ara King played, got injured. There was a little bit of a shuffle after that. But as a freshman starter last year, Tyler Van Dyke threw for at least 300 yards and at least three touchdowns in his final six games of the season. And watching Tyler Van Dyke at times slinging it downfield, and the way Charleston Rambo was catching everything, my goodness, it really made me feel at times like I was playing the old NCAA video game. So now, Tyler Van Dyke coming off the strong finish to the 2021 season. He also gets the added hype of an all-star coaching staff led by Mario Cristobal. Excellent quarterbacks coach in Frank Ponce, offensive coordinator who was the guy at Michigan last year in Josh Gaddis. Now on Gaddis, I know that Michigan had a very run heavy offense last year. And I do think Miami will want to emphasize the run more this year than they did a year ago, but we've seen evidence of Josh Gaddis in the past at other schools. He's going to call what the personnel gives to him. So don't expect like Tyler Van Dyke only to be attempting 15 passes a game or something. 
if Miami's strength is in the passing game, yeah, they want to emphasize the run a lot more, but Gaddis is not going to scheme away from that. Gaddis is not going to scheme away from Tyler Van Dyke. I think he can even help add Tyler Van Dyke even further. So if you look now, my friends, at the Las Vegas odds, you can get odds right now. These have changed a little bit in the last couple of days. Tyler Van Dyke at plus 3,000 to win the Heisman. That's 30 to 1 odds. And he's actually tied for the fourth best odds in the country. So he's getting some love. He's on the short list. Tyler Van Dyke is on the short list. Now, let's talk about, before we talk about why uh, he wouldn't win the Heisman, let's talk about what, what has to happen for Tyler Van Dyke to actually become an improbable Heisman Trophy winner in 2012. 2022, I should say, 2012, 2022. So for TVD to actually get the trophy, he's obviously got to play for the 12 games plus hopefully ACC championship games. So that 13-game span, he's got to play the way that he played for the final six games last year, if not even better. That's a given. He's got to have the moments. He's got to have the numbers. Now, this is important. Miami, in order for TVD to even be a finalist, Miami is going to have to win at least one of those tough road games. You know, the ones where they're going to be underdogs in for sure at Texas A&M or at Clemson. Miami's going to have to win at least one of those games with TVD playing a starring role. If Miami loses both of those, his candidacy is toast. Signature wins create Heisman moments. And if he doesn't win, Miami doesn't win. And he's got to be, of course, a standout player in those if they don't win one of those games I'd love them to win both but if they don't win at least one of Texas A&M away or Clemson away I fear TBD is really not going to have a chance okay uh, I will say this a lot the Heisman Trophy I know they give it out to one person and one person gets the glory it really is a team award okay TVD's two leading receivers from last year they're both gone right we need players this coming season like Xavier Restrepo, who I think is going to be a big-time volume receiver, third-down move-the-chains guy, Keyshawn Smith, Jacoby George, your deep threats, Rashard Smith, your Swiss Army Knife utility player. I'd love Frank Ladson, who transferred from Clemson to have a nice year this year. Miami has done well with transfer receivers in the recent past, like Charleston Rambo. And yeah, his tight ends, Will Mallory, Elijah Arroyo, and the freshman Jaleel Skinner are going to have to step up in a big way. And the O-line. <laughs> so... A lot has to go right for TVD to be in the position where he's putting up the numbers to be considered for the highs. Now, if I'm being honest here, I think based on what Tyler Van Dyke did last year and what I project for him and Miami this season, I'm going to sound a little bit bullish and then I'm going to pull it back a little bit bearish, okay? But I honestly think Tyler Van Dyke can end up being invited to the ceremony as a finalist, which would be great would be fantastic, but I would be shocked if he wins the Heisman Trophy this coming year. I just don't think it's Miami's year to get someone to the podium, even if TVD puts up ridiculous numbers for the most part. I just don't think it's Miami's year, because I'll say it again. I know Heisman technically an individual award, but it's just as much a team award because it tends to go to the best player on the best team. It's almost impossible, almost impossible, to win that award if your team isn't in the college football playoff mix. And that's why, if you look through the odds, I mentioned TVD, 30 to 1 odds. 
If you look through who the favorites are, Ohio State's C.J. Stroud is the overwhelming, clear favorite at 2-1. to one. Plus 200 odds are what you get on C.J. Stroud. Not a whole lot of value there if you're a better, but he is the far and away the odds-on favorite. So if you think Tyler Van Dyke put up video game numbers over the final six games of last year, then C.J. Stroud was playing that same video game, but he was playing it on easy mode. I mean, over his final six, Stroud threw for 570. These are individual per game over the final six, okay? 573 yards and six touchdowns, 394 yards and two touchdowns, 432 yards and six touchdowns, 361 and five, 405 and two, and 305 yards and one touchdown. That's a lot of yards and a lot of TDs, including multiple six touchdown passing games. And yeah, with the whole team thing, the Ohio State Buckeyes win total on the sports books is over under 10 and a half. So they are expected, as they usually are, they are expected to be, last year it was Michigan, not Ohio State, but they're usually right there in that college football playoff mix, and they're in the college football playoff almost every single year. Compare that to Miami's win total, according to the sports books, which is eight and a half. I think the Hurricanes will go over eight and a half. I have predicted Miami for 10 wins. Uh, most of you are around that eight, nine range. Maybe you're a little bit more realistic and a little bit less living in fantasy land than I am. But the odds makers basically don't think Miami is going to be in the college playoff mix. And if they're not, it's going to be really hard to expect to have a Heisman Trophy winner. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Uh, now, the when we talk about being in the college football playoff mix, uh, one of the recent exceptions to that rule was Lamar Jackson in 2016. Louisville won nine games that year. But listen, I'm I'm not going to compare Tyler Van Dyke to Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson was a human highlight reel as a dual threat. And he was so clearly the guy who made that engine go because he was doing basically everything for a very good Louisville team that year, but they were only very good because of him. Like they wouldn't have been good at all if not for him. Uh, he just had so much of an impact on that team. And he put up such godly numbers running and passing the football that we can't expect TVD to stand out on an eight or nine win team as much as Lamar Jackson did that year. Uh, so the other two players with better odds than TVD to win the Heisman are Bryce Young at four to one. He won the trophy last season. We know it's very difficult to repeat. <laughs> Archie Griffin, congratulations. And then USC's Caleb Williams does have better odds than TBD. He's third place in the odds at plus 1,200. Now, uh, USC probably won't make the college football playoff this year, but they do get better odds at that than Miami. And I can understand why... People are bullish on Williams a little bit more than they are on Tyler Van Dyke because he transferred from Oklahoma, which is a quarterback factory, and he followed Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma to USC. And Lincoln Riley is, he's a kingmaker when it comes to Heisman Trophy winners, okay? So we're going to talk about what you guys think, because I did put a Twitter poll out there on TVD's opportunity to at least get to the Heisman ceremony and some of the others that are in the mix with the same odds as Tyler Van Dyke. So keep it locked right here to Locked on Canes. And my friends, want to remind you, Built Bar. Built Bar is helping me live a healthy lifestyle. Guys, 
I have dropped over 50 pounds in the last six months, and replacing my candy bars with built bars has been a huge part of that. And guess what? Summer is coming now. And with summer, you're going to need some food on the go. Built bars are the perfect snack to take with you on family vacations. Just throw them in your bags, in your kids' backpacks. Make sure everyone has a bar so you are fueled for your summer adventures. This weekend, my wife and I are taking a quick trip with our four year old son to Disney World. We're going to have a bag full of built bars for him, man. He loves the cookies and cream. The best part about built bars, they are healthy and delicious. No more sacrificing delicious food for health. With built bar, you can have both, and it's easy. All you have to do is go to built.com and order now. All built bars and puffs are covered with 100% real chocolate. That means with built bar, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. Have you tried the built puffs yet? You're going to go crazy for the puffs. They come in crazy flavors like banana cream pie, even churro. Who doesn't want a protein bar that tastes like a churro? And they're only 140 calories, man. Sign me up. If that's not enough for you, then you might want to try a mixed box. The mixed box comes with 12 flavors and bars. Uh, 12 flavors of bars and puffs mixed in there. That's what I did the first time that I tried Built Bar. Uh, I got the mixed box so I could find my favorite. I love the chocolate peanut butter. I love the cookies and cream, guys. I love the churro. It's so good. Built Bar makes sure that there's something for everyone. Most Built Bars contain just 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, just 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 bloating calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Go to built.com like I did to get all your favorites, banana cream pie, raspberry, double chocolate, so many more. They are all delicious and new flavors are coming out all the time. Check them out at built.com. So go to built.com and use our promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen each and every day. Can't tell you how much it means to me. Uh, we are available free wherever you get your podcasts, and we're also available on YouTube. So make sure you subscribe to that channel. So at plus 3,000 odds, 30 to 1, Tyler Van Dyke has the same odds as DJ Weungalele from Clemson. So you don't think the head-to-head -head is going to have a lot to do with that as far as who's going to have the edge there? So Miami faces Clemson on the road this year. And there's a pretty darn good chance that if Miami does win the Coastal Division, who are you likely to see in the ACC championship game? Not guaranteed, but you're very likely to see Clemson there potentially for a second time. So, yeah, when you're talking about who's going to have the edge between Weungalele and Van Dyke, the one, even potentially two head-to-heads is going to go a long way for that. And Jackson Dart from Ole Miss also has plus 3,000 odds. So they are in a three-way tie for the fourth best odds. So um, just to put a bow on my take, allow me to be so bold to think. Uh, I, I would not be surprised whatsoever if we see Tyler Van Dyke have a good enough year that he gets invited to the ceremony and considered a finalist. But yeah, I, I would be shocked. I would be shocked if he actually wins the trophy. Okay. So um I think in a year or two, if Miami, with the growth that Mario Cristobal is trying to create transfers and recruiting, I think in a year or two, when the entire team comes up to par and Miami is actually competing for a college football playoff spot, I think within the next year or two, Jake Garcia 
might end up being in a better mix to win the Heisman Trophy just because the rest of the team is going to kind of catch up to how good I think he's going to be. So listen, if it and I was talking with somebody, one of our viewers on Twitter about this within the last couple of days. Um, Because we were talking about Tyler Van Dyke threw a couple tweets out there and someone responded to me saying, hey, I think Jake Garcia, who's TVD's understudy right now, is going to end up being even better. Um, It's possible, right? Because Jake Garcia, he was a better high school quarterback than Tyler Van Dyke. And at, at times when they were competing for the backup job in 2021, I thought Jake Garcia sometimes flashed even better. So in a perfect world, because I think this is good for everyone. I, I don't think this scenario is bad for anybody. In a perfect world, Tyler Van Dyke balls out so much in 2022 that he ends up being, as we expect, projected a first-round draft pick, and he's eligible to leave. So he's happy. He's a first-round draft pick. The team that drafts him, I think, will be very happy, potentially in the top 10. Uh, And then Miami has a very nice situation with former four-star, one of the better quarterbacks in high school, Jake Garcia, being able to step in and take over. And I think Miami is going to be even better from top to bottom. They're going to be even better in 2023 than they are in 2022. So Jake Garcia, within the next few years, might even be in a better position to win the Heisman Trophy than Tyler Van Dyke is right now. So I threw this out there as a Twitter poll. Will Tyler Van Dyke be a Heisman Trophy finalist in 2022? Didn't ask if he's going to win it. Will he be a finalist? Now, anytime you put up a Twitter poll, this is open to the public. So I don't know how many potentially rival fans wanted to stuff the ballot box with negativity. Uh, Most of the people who follow us at Locked on Canes are Canes fans. Uh, So will Tyler Van Dyke be a Heisman Trophy finalist in 2022? So far, the yeses have it. 63% of those who voted said he will be a finalist again, not asking if he's going to win the trophy. I think that answer should the nose would have it if we had a vote on that, but 63% of those who voted say, yes, he will be a finalist compared to just 37% saying no. So uh, I like that. I will take that any day of the week. So I think he could be in the mix this year. Um, Okay. This is pretty interesting. Um, I'm looking through now all of the college football publications, the national people are putting out some of their kind of way too early preseason stories and predictions. CBS sports put out one, uh, David Cobb of CBS sports. He wrote one up for every ACC team. And I think he's basing this a lot on what he saw from the spring games and what he saw and read about spring practices. So these are this is his quote unquote overreaction about the Miami Hurricanes heading into the 2022 season. You can refer to it as a bold prediction or an overreaction. I find it kind of insulting that you would consider this either one of those because if you're going to go like real like a bold prediction to me would be Miami gets into the college football playoff first year of Mario Cristobal. That's a bold prediction. Another bold prediction would be Tyler Van Dyke wins the Heisman. That's a bold prediction. Here's his bold prediction on Miami. His overreaction is the Hurricanes will win the ACC Coastal Crown. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they haven't done it a lot, okay? They, they've, they've technically only won it outright one time. They had a share of it another time. Uh, but that... 
we're in the mud if that's considered an overreaction or a bold prediction. He says the Hurricanes will win the ACC Coastal Crown. First-year coach Mario Cristobal did well enough in the transfer portal, he says, over the last few months that his team should be able to build off last season's 5-3 and three ACC mark. The Canes, which return budding star Tyler Van Dyke at quarterback, finished second in the Coastal last season behind Pitt. Uh, however, the Panthers are replacing star quarterback Kenny Pickett. Uh, they got Keaton Slovis from uh, USC. Most of their offensive staff and potentially star receiver Jordan Addison. Um, interesting. We'll have a little bit of an update on Jordan Addison when we come back. Plus, guys, oh, this is one of the most painful what-ifs or regrets about Miami Hurricanes football, something came to light over the weekend. I was not aware of this, but something came to light over the weekend that makes me a little bit angry at former Miami Hurricanes head coach Randy Shannon. We will talk about that when we come back. As for all the talk we've had about betting odds today, you know what to do. Head on out to betonline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports information. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs. Complexion has changed a little bit from my Miami Heat. They're now in a dogfight, 2-2 two to two against Philly, so I'm, I'm hoping for the best there. Major League Baseball is going on. There's so much happening, guys. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, eSports, and more. And guys... Check out their futures odds. Miami, eight and a half is the win total. Tyler Van Dyke, 30 to one to win the Heisman. Check those out, guys, because there's a lot. Canes football fans, don't think you have to wait until September to get some action because there are futures out there to be had right now. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen. Each and every day, we are available free wherever you get your podcasts. I am your host, Alex Dono. So we came to find out over the weekend, uh, J.J. Watt was in South Florida. You know, only one of the greatest football players in history. Uh, I think he was here for the, yeah, he was here for the Formula One. Oh, no, he was visiting the facility. I think he might have been down here for the Formula One race as well. But uh, J.J. and T.J. Watt spent some time over the weekend with Mario Cristobal and the Miami Hurricanes. And J.J. Watt revealed that during his recruitment back in 2008, he revealed that he was a Miami Hurricanes fan, that he rooted for the U. He, of course, did not end up matriculating at the U or playing football at the U. So has, has the statute of limitations passed? I mean, 2008 to 2022, what has it been, 14 years? 14. Is it too late to write an angry letter to Randy Shannon? Am I wasting my breath on that? But you're telling me, arguably, one of the top defensive players in the history of tackle football was a University of Miami fan as a child and during his recruitment and didn't end up at the U because apparently our coaching staff at the time couldn't close the deal. <laughs> that just fills me with regret. Absolutely fills me with regret. Uh, so we we had several conversations last week, including with our recruiting expert, John Garcia Jr., who will be joining us again this week, either on Thursday or Friday. We're going to catch up with John, I think Thursday this week. 
we're going to catch up with John Garcia Jr. But, you know, we've asked him about the highest profile player in the transfer portal, and that's Pitt wide receiver Jordan Allison. Um, it's fascinating from so many angles uh, because I was told not even to completely rule out him staying at Pitt. That would be the, if it happens, that would be the second time something like this has happened in the last few weeks. Cause you remember Marius Mims looked like he was all set to leave Georgia. Then he ends up just kidding. I'm out of the portal. I'm staying at Georgia. I think it's less likely Addison were to do that because, you know, Georgia is a blue blood. So Mims thought about leaving one blue blood for another. He stayed with a blue blood. When you talk about blue bloods, we're talking about just program size, prestige, um, NIL, right? Georgia, Georgia's right up there with some of the best in the country. Pittsburgh is not. So I would find it less likely that Addison would stay put, but told not to rule it out. There's really not a whole lot new going on over the past 72 hours since we talked about it on Friday with John Garcia Jr. I still think USC is the favorite. And, you know, we talked about USC's Caleb Williams having plus 1,200 Heisman odds. If Jordan Addison winds up at USC, I think Caleb Williams Williams is going to be even more in the mix uh, with even better odds for the Heisman Trophy. So don't – I think USC probably still the favorite, but, you know, I, I think like John Garcia said, doesn't seem like Addison is in a tremendous rush right now to pick, right? He got into the portal by the deadline, not really any rush to pick his next school. I think the longer this goes and just the more – situations he has to assess and the more schools and the more collectives he gets to talk to uh the probably the longer this goes the less good it is for USC you know I've, I've been told repeatedly that Miami Miami's in the mix uh, I've never been told Miami is a favorite so don't get your hopes up but I have been told Miami is in the mix so it comes down to the whole Lloyd Christmas thing from uh from dumb and dumber so you're telling me there's a chance I think that's where we're at so that'll do it for today's episode. We're going to have a whole lot of fun coming up this week. Uh, we're going to talk to some great guests, including John Garcia Jr. later on this week. And guys, continue. Uh, I am just blown away by how fast our audio podcast feed has been growing and some of the nice reviews that have come in. I can't thank you guys enough for finding us and sticking with us. Uh, so make sure you get us wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, guys, because the YouTube channel just launched six days ago, and I love to see the growth. And you know we love to interact with you guys, so make sure you follow us on Twitter at LockedOnCanes. And you can follow me there on Twitter. You see where to follow me, at Alex Dono. Dono spelled D-O-N-N-O. So make sure you keep supporting the show and our various channels. And thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen each and every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On ACC. Candace does such a good job. Get all of your daily ACC news in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts.